is a country beyond that which is known to humankind. A stray country. A country that exists west of October. Whose borders are somewhere between midnight train whistles and the distant hell of a dog. A country that lies somewhere in the stitched and jittering static between radio stations. A country that drifts to America like a traveling salesman. But every now and then stops to nest on a small town. A small church. A single street. And maybe, just maybe, some kind of delayed radio broadcast you've stuffed in your ears. Chapter 46 Cigarettes Now wait a sec. The janitor had already stuck their lips with cigarettes, was double-fisting two live matches to the gaspers. Sucking. It won't work. Cigarettes are basically made from plastic sacks. Suck. The boys took a drag felt the witches burning in their lungs. Coughed. Coughed. And coughed some more. They looked to the sack. Halfway through the window. It was still lurching for them like a caged lion. I told you. Take another drag. The boys looked at each other. Drag. The boys felt their lungs full of tar and fumes. The cigarettes hummed to the sound of passing years. The living room smelt to the scent of seconds sandpapered off the boys' lives. They looked to the sack. It was still coming. Come with me and keep smoking. But smoke. The boys swallowed half-burnt firecrackers. Coughed. Good. Let's go. Hurry. The janitor walked into the kitchen, looked back to the sack halfway between home and Hal. Working through the window, he felt ten seconds safe, paused to drag on his smoker, sucked dirty sunset through his stick, leaked moonlight out his nose, opened the door to the storm, held out a hand for the boys to take. Outside, Jack blurt. He looked behind, the plastic sack reaching in the house. Jack, move! Billy took the janitor's hand. Jack took Billy's hand, and in a train they stepped into the howl outside. Around the house, hearing the pissed-off sack rootless and drifting and cursing like a carefree gambler, making the kind of noise you can only hear near the highways at night in the machinery of other sleeping skeletons, or trickling out of some horror writer's machine-press typewriter. The janitor flung back the doors of the storm cellar. The three went in and shut the doors tight behind them. Their cigarettes glowed like three fireflies, humming a tune to put babies to sleep. The janitor... Sucked his smoke red deep to see his pockets. Pulled a match. Struck it raw. Spilled his poor match light all over the storm cellar. Handed the match and the book of matches to Jack. Here. The word 
easy in his mouth. Hold this. Now one runs low, line another. The janitor started searching through all the old things no one can bear to throw away. Outside, the howl leaked through the storm cellar doors. It sounded a lot like spiders. The match burnt Jack. He dropped it. Light another. The janitor could hear Jack nodding. The room lit up again. The janitor kept searching. What are you? Keep dragging on your gaspers, boys. Billy, Jack, too afraid to protest, stirred the pulp and sawed us with fire and lungs. Coughed. The janitor continued to rummage. The match burned low. Jack lit another. Found it, the janitor said in a puff of smoke. He flashed a tape measure, brought it to the boys, threw out a line like a contractor, knelt to the ground, had the tape running floor to ceiling, sucked his cigarette so he could take the reading. Eight feet. Eight feet, what's that mean? Jack asked. Take another drag, boys. The boys took a cinder stick withdrawal, spat minutes from their own lungs. We gotta lie down. Lie down? The match burnt out. Outside whist with buckshot radio broadcasts on the wind. Jack lit another match. The janitor was low on the floor, lying down, letting his cigarette end burn his summer night lungs. The hell are you doing? Jack said. Gotta be dead, boys. The more dead we are, the less it can follow. So suck. Suck the shit out of that cigarette, because for the first time in human history, your life depends on it. The more tar and ash and cemetery vapors you get in your lungs, the less that thing can suffocate you. You hear? Well, why lay down? Off those cigarettes, boys. They took drags. Sixteen seconds flicked off them like fleas from a dead cat. Six feet, boys. Six feet. No one lives below six feet, okay? Man lives on the surface, and we give the dead six feet. Now you're standing up there in the storm cellar. You're still halfway to the land of the living. We're near enough, anyhow. You gotta lie low, below the six foot. We gotta play dead, and the best way to do that is to get yourself below six feet of earth, you hear? Take another drag. The match burnt out. But the boys, the janitor, sucked the room warm on the cigarettes. Jack didn't light another match. The three lay on their backs. On the floor, in the storm cellar, in the dead country, roasting their lungs like marshmallows, not wanting to tell ghost stories because they were in a ghost story. Hoping, like so many small woodland creatures, that if they played dead, the nightmare thing would go away. Below a dry river smelling of hot coals and lung dust. The dry smell of smoke. The landlocked smell of smoke. The state without a lake smell of smoke. The county without a river stream smell of smoke. The turn a whole cow into jerky smell of smoke. The saw a whole tree into cardboard smell of smoke. <laughs>